Welcome to Gal Pals Watch. I'm Sarah. And I'm Alicia. And this is a podcast where we talk about queer movies with queer women inclusively defined. Wahoo! Oh, and today <laughs> we are talking about a 2006 film called Nina's Heavenly Delights, directed by Pratiba Parmar. Yeah. And starring some people whose names I forgot already. <laughs> uh, um, Shelly Kahn and yeah. Laura Fraser. Yeah, most notably, they're the the two love interests. And um Laura Fraser, um, some of our listeners might know from Lip Service, which was like the Scottish version of the her. Yeah, like the Scottish version of the L word. Um, she's also apparently in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, which I totally forgot about. I've seen Breaking Bad like once, like the whole series once, and I didn't remember her. Um, I've never yeah. seen it. And um, Shelly Kahn apparently is in Bridgerton, which is another yeah. scene, but. <laughs> same i knew her from there was this like show around this same time called mistresses it was like right after this or maybe not right after i'm talking on my butt um <laughs> but it was kind of like sex in the city basically um and i knew her from that i watched her um in that show for a little bit but she's also apparently in good omens as well oh i don't even know which i haven't oh it's a the tv show based on the same novel uh by terry pratchett oh okay cool well i like her (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, they're both incredibly talented and i think it's really funny because this movie is like so campy and like not not well like a little intentional maybe I know I can't tell how much intent was behind when you texted me the link or emailed me the link yesterday to rent it on Vimeo and you were like enjoy the cheese <laughs> and that just sums it up really yeah there's so, it's so cheesy yeah. um there's so many great one-liners um I feel like the part that's probably the most campy is Bobby um because he is like very flamboyantly queer um character but and the rest of it kind of reads and or looks i say i've said read because i was just looking at a book but it's basically like a a romance novel you know it's very um you know cheesy in that way where you're like yeah i saw that coming (laughs) gave me um um oh my gosh what's that christmas movie that we did the hallmark christmas movie that we watched it gave me vibes like that yes yes what was it called i can't remember but literally not a clue it was only well it was like nine months ago so that's okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but the one we most recently did yes yes it's very hallmarky the christmas tree and but there was also like the gingerbread competition and this also has like a food competition element and so you're right yeah yeah so the synopsis Mm -hmm. of this film this one was particularly funny which is why i wrote it down (laughs) nina shaw a closeted lesbian returns to scotland following her father's death and discovers that the family restaurant is for sale nina's father secretly entered a best of the west 
curry competition before his death. And Nina vows to win the contest and save the eatery. Eatery, what? <laughs> Lisa, a charismatic woman who owns half the business, agrees to help Nina. And soon, the kitchen heats up with more than just exotic spices. Oh, God. When Nina falls in love with Lisa. <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> i mean it's not like inaccurate i guess no i just i think the person had a lot of fun writing that yeah because for sure. it's just as cheesy as the film it really yes. that doesn't capture the cheese that's so true it's appropriate an appropriate synopsis yeah um yeah so basically the film opens up with like i mean this whole movie has a lot of weird like b-roll footage of cooking yeah because there's a lot of cooking involved mm-hmm. um but it opens up with nina cooking with her dad she's a um, kid. yeah she's little little and, and teaching her different techniques and stuff yeah and reminding her to always taste with her heart right it's very um, important very important um it's really sweet actually like it is super cheesy but it's a sweet scene i honestly love this whole movie <laughs> like it was one of the first movies I saw when I was a teenager that I was just like this is a lot of like joy Mm. a lot of like queer joy um and I think that's kind of what you know made me feel connected to it um but it's also just like so feel good yeah and I love an accent I know and they all have Scottish accents and I love Scottish accents and I really like yeah. them because I went there once and I really liked it and that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> well, my story is I would like to go to Scotland one day uh-huh. and I hope it is fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, um. So then we transition to adult Nina and she gets picked up at the airport by her best friend, Bobby, who- Her GBF, gay best friend. Yeah, her gay best friend who is super gay, super flamboyant, as I said, and is like the epitome of 2006 fashion, yeah. um, namely skirt and jean combo. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It just reminded me of like all Disney red carpet events <laughs> yes. where they would do the <laughs> jeans, skirt, uh, short sleeve shirt with a tank top combo. Yep. Yep. That's like Bobby in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. And he's just, like, so himself. It's kind of weird to, like, be introduced to a character and say he's so himself when you don't even know him, but you just know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And he's an interesting character. Mm -hmm. He has his own, like, dance group called the Chutney Queens. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and he's just... He kind of serves as a foil for Nina being so closeted, and he's just so open. Right. Yeah. yeah he's a sweet character yeah so, he's also kind of like a sage queer yeah he is yeah he's not an elder in age but maybe an elder in experience or something yeah <laughs> yeah he says like at some point like i with the way i dress i can't afford to be like secretive or whatever and yeah. you know he kind of gives nina advice and her her journey into accepting her own queerness Mm, yeah um so the reason nina has come home from london is because her dad died (laughs) 
wah, wah. <laughs> and she somehow misses the funeral yeah um yeah like bobby drives her there wait is it bobby that drives her there yep yeah you're right <laughs> for a second i was like wait is it her brother i can't remember she has a brother too and a sister um and it's like too late but <laughs> like her father's like spirit is like in this movie just sort of like in a glowy he's like glowing a little and he's just like around and like throwing flower petals and stuff yeah like marigolds are usually yeah. like around him at um, some point yeah so he's kind of there like watching her at the church or i guess i don't know where they are a temple or something a building of worship of some kind where the funeral was mm-hmm. and, um she's just like being sad but he's just like throwing throwing petals from the beyond (laughs) (laughs) yeah he shows up frequently in this film um i thought it was really funny that as nina's like running into the temple there's like this you can overhear the eulogy that was in the past and it sounds like it was all about nina (laughs) yes oh my gosh you're so right it was so funny where it was like (laughs) <laughs> he had two other kids and like a whole restaurant and a whole other life and like a wife and everything and yet the whole eulogy was like he loved his daughter nina <laughs> yeah especially his nina London. <laughs> yeah out of sight but never out of heart yeah. she'll come home soon and then i'll be in heaven <laughs> i was like oh my God. this is like a perfect tone set yeah it's just like <laughs> oh my god it's just like so dramatic i can't even believe it but you know what it's okay there's a there's a place for melodrama and this is it oh yeah Yeah. for sure i'm here for it (laughs) yeah so they all go back to the um restaurant which is called the new taj Mm -hmm. um and immediately nina's just like gets like roasted by her um auntie i forget the auntie's name but um she's just like hey a wedding is lucky for the first year after a death um just basically already telling her that she needs to get married and come back home and get married (laughs) and it's just like geez louise people Uh um and she learns that a lot has changed since she's been back it's been years um her brother was in med school but he dropped out um and he works at a cash and carry and he wants his own cash and carry um her sister priya has you know grown a ton yeah um and she learns that this girl she used to go to school with lisa is now working at the restaurant yeah and is part owner of the restaurant yeah she learns that later on and she's like kind of pissed about it yeah (laughs) because one of the things she finds out is that her dad was really into gambling you know I don't know if this was something that you know she knew about before but it had gotten out of control so much so that he bet half the business right so that's how or it's to Lisa's dad right and then Lisa's dad gave it to her so that's how she owns it yeah um and like the before he died the dad had won the best of the west curry competition like twice mm-hmm. and like, nobody's ever won it like three times or whatever and so that's sort of like where that comes in because um 
Nina doesn't want to sell the restaurant and she is like if we win this for a third time like it'll you know revive the restaurant or whatever and we'll make yeah stuff yeah and I guess before Nina had left her dad talked about how he wanted to win the hat trick which is the I guess winning it three times Mm -hmm. um yeah so there's a lot of tension because Nina finds this out but her mom just wants to be done with the restaurant they live above the restaurant first of all um and she just wants to be done with it she just wants to move on um and she wants to move on a lot faster than the rest of her family would like her to um especially Nina so Nina kind of comes back and her mom's angry because she starts making all these decisions like continuing with the best of the west curry competition um and not selling it to um raj who is um kind of a family friend um because raj's son sanjay and nina were going to be married but nina left left (laughs) yeah she basically left him at the altar and that was the last time she was in Scotland. Mm. So there's there's a lot of tension. So she's coming back to like, you know, after everything had, like the dust has settled, but she kind of needs to clean it up. Yeah. And other people are resentful of her for having to clean up her mess yeah. in a sense. So yeah. um, there, like I said, there's a lot of tension between Nina and her mom. She says, like, you wanted to me to shrivel away with a man I didn't love. And basically, Nina's mom starts talking about basically, like, honor and respect and how she uh, made her father um, feel so embarrassed and let him down when she left. Mm. Um, and she's very much of the, I guess, thought that, like, you just do what you're supposed to do out of honor and duty. Yeah. And that's like a really typical, like, I don't know. It's a very typical narrative of like parents and children or like parents and their adult children. But I think especially like immigrant parents and their Mm -hmm. first generation or second generation kids. Yeah. And she basically insinuates that she was never happy in her marriage to Nina's father. Um, and that's, you know, partially why she just wants to get it over with mm-hmm. um, and just sell the restaurant and be done with it. Yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> restaurant life is hard. <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the top five businesses that fail, right? Or like the costs are so expensive. And yeah, yeah I think I she's definitely right to her. The mom is definitely right to worry yeah I could sort of relate to that part of it because my parents were in a restaurant for like over a decade really yeah and my mom was like so done like before <laughs> my dad was so it was like not to like I don't know not to air dirty laundry it's not really dirty laundry but like, <laughs> yeah it was definitely um it was definitely a thing in our family for a while yeah what kind yeah. of restaurant was it it was like a it was a bistro so kind of like a bunch of different things they had like yeah yeah a bunch of different stuff 
sandwiches awesome. and burgers and fish and whatever yeah yeah I could see how it would be super stressful so it was so stressful oh my god I can imagine that you know the mother has you know not seen her husband for very long and when she does like he, it's in a restaurant and then yeah. he goes and like gambles away their money so yeah I could yeah. see why she's pissed yeah totally. <laughs> and why she's probably just like okay well you know like now that he's gone I'm not going to do this life anymore. Yeah. So um, Nina talks to Lisa about this and she's like, I really don't want to sell. We should do this competition. My dad would want to do it. And Lisa's already like immediately hard eyes for Nina. um, Like the second she sees her. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So she's like, yes, we will do it. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, to rewind a little bit there's this really cute line that lisa says um she's leaving the restaurant right like right after the funeral Mm -hmm. and nina sees her outside and she's like lisa right i didn't recognize you and they like chat about it and as lisa's walking away nina goes i remembered you though (laughs) it's like so cute i was like oh my god she's got hella game like she starts right out the bat like Mm -hmm yes or right out the gate right off the bat whatever yeah (laughs) um and one way to convince lisa to go along with this nina like throws pebbles at lisa's window (laughs) what Uh, have you heard of a doorbell no because you're gay yeah and also (laughs) because this is like a 2006 romantic comedy and that was like a (laughs) we did yeah um those movies yeah they have another cute um exchange she's uh lisa says i thought you were carrie um nina's brother brother. and nina says sorry to disappoint and lisa says who said you did yeah (laughs) um so yeah they conspired to do the competition they scope out the competition so there's there's like no yes sanjay Sanjay, yes yeah um and by extension raj because i'm sure he he owns it too but um and then two other families Mm -hmm. so they do all this competition prep where they taste all the food and nina is like it's all terrible and lisa's like it tastes good yeah (laughs) because i guess the joke is she's white (laughs) she wouldn't know (laughs) yeah Uh, um is that the part where they kiss in the kitchen so they kiss in the kitchen after the nightclub scene oh yeah Um, Yeah. so yeah there's like all this tension building between them and they like run off to the beach together and they're talking about life and that's when it's revealed that nina left raj or not raj sorry sanjay on their wedding day um and lisa just keeps going along with this early i guess nina's assumption that her and her brother carrie are dating um right because it is a ruse which we'll get to later um so there's that kind of issue there um 
And then there's this other scene where when they're scoping out the competition, they're having like the food. Lisa finds a note that was left under some wallpaper mm-hmm. in the business. And it says something like Nina and Lorna, true love. And this is uh, December, 1988. So Lisa's like, oh my God, I didn't know she was your type. This is crazy. Basically Ooh. like, oh my God, you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> and nina tries to defend it she's like um she wasn't i was nine i had a crush on the world and his wife when i was nine oh <laughs> i was like i can't relate i definitely did not <laughs> but i guess some people are like that yeah um but yeah they end up kissing after they go to the nightclub with well nina goes with bobby mm-hmm. and we find out there that Carrie has been like in a or no he's married oh yeah yeah so he's married to this woman I watched this movie last night and I'm like what happened (laughs) (laughs) so he and I've seen it like five million times yeah so (laughs) he's married to this girl named Janice that he works with but apparently they can't tell anyone actually Janice's dad because he's racist yeah so it's it, yeah I don't know they don't really get into it and I'm kind of no. like are you guys like full-grown adults but they also live separately they live with their parents still so I'm like I guess it's just a different culture I have no idea yeah um but yeah Lisa sees Nina talk to Raj at the same at the club that they're at because I guess there's only one club for them to go to <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know Wait, um raj or sanjay sanjay sorry okay oh god i keep i even wrote it down on here wrong sanjay so um yeah so lisa sees nina and sanjay talking in the club and she's like oh my god i'm having this time of my life i don't see anything so dangerous it's breaking my heart <laughs> whatever <laughs> um yeah nina starts daydreaming of them dancing and basically on the way home um what was it lisa asks her if she wants a beer nina's like nah (laughs) and then she like creepily follows her into the kitchen and then they kiss (laughs) i i kind of like that scene like i thought it was kind of a nice like as far as kissing scenes go it was pretty good it was hot yeah but then of course like it fades away like that every time that they it's implied that they're gonna have sex or like do something else besides kiss it fades yeah they like do like a slow pan away yeah and they're like goodbye (laughs) or like goes into darkness yeah um into gay darkness (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, no, I do think that scene is really cute. The thing that was weird to me is that I guess I only noticed it in this viewing of the film, but Lisa stares at Nina like throughout this film, like constantly. And that's the thing that I was like, it's kind of, it's getting to a level of like a little creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so when she's like, no, I'm just going to go inside. And she's like, okay I'll go in after you even though it's not my own house (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> like no one infected you. Oh, <laughs> so that that part was just like, okay, I, I need to suspend this yeah. and just just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um and of course after the the gay darkness comes the apparent gay regret. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. But like and Lisa's a little pushy too. I mean, she tries to like kiss Nina in front of their family. And Nina's like in front of her family and Nina's like absolutely not. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Um but Bobby, she goes to get Bobby's advice and he's like, "Follow your heart." <laughs> yeah. Um cuz he has a boyfriend that he met under you know in a way that he wasn't expecting i guess he's like a plumber or something <laughs> i don't know he just carries a plumber everywhere so i don't know for all i know it could be for sex <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point i didn't think about that <laughs> so yeah yeah um and then they get to the competition mm-hmm. so they do so much work mm-hmm. they get to the competition um and at this point lisa's pretty salty with Nina yeah she basically just wants her to or not wants her to she keeps accusing Nina of running away from mm-hmm. her problems which true yeah but also like I don't know it just seems like one of those moments of like this person doesn't understand the depth of the cultural differences I guess mm-hmm. um but you know whatever it's like like I said it kind of reads like a romance novel like there's not a lot of logic yeah it's just it's just vibes yeah no thoughts just vibes (laughs) only heart eyes or angry yeah (laughs) nothing else nothing else oh yeah but uh yeah, not to jump too far ahead or, you know, spoiler alert, but they win. Yay. They do win. Um, and they kiss yeah. on TV. They do. They kiss on TV. It's very sweet. Um, and it's it's interesting because the mom is like the one that kind of, you know, moves it forward because during the competition, uh who is it lisa leaves because she like demands that nina kiss her on live television which is just weird she gives her an ultimatum um and then they both run outside and but like apart from each other (laughs) and nina's mom finds nina and is like you have to follow your heart um don't make the same mistake i did um basically yeah and she tells her to go after her and yeah she's yeah. accepting yeah. <laughs> um and there's it's funny there's like a um, you know this theme of like follow your heart mm-hmm. um and not doing exactly what's right whereas mm-hmm. like Sanjay he's um known for his like technical perfection um you know and in a way it's a metaphor for how nina is supposed to or was expected to be with him Mm -hmm. you know um and like 
she was going to be but now she's not because she followed her heart which is what they call her food a heavenly delight (laughs) and like in the beginning when the dad was like cook with your heart or whatever yeah so it's all very cheesy yeah um yeah so they kiss on tv and it's it's pretty hot (laughs) i'm not gonna lie um and they reopen the restaurant together yeah and it's super cute and everyone lived happily ever after yes and And then they're in the dance routine with bobby and his chutney what is it chutney queens chutney queens yeah that's an interesting scene (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was so funny it's like the perfect cherry yeah on the cheese um (laughs) so ridiculous um yeah and it's called love in a wet climate which i thought was really funny Uh, Uh, oh and there's scottish dancing in this because we didn't talk about priya very much right yeah she's her secret is that she's been hiding that she's a champion scottish dancer yeah like traditional dance scottish whatever yeah (laughs) um I don't know if it's called Scottish step dancing like it is in Ireland, but whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> um, and it's a mix of like showgirl stuff, mm-hmm. weird dance moves, Indian dance moves, and Scottish dancing. Mm-hmm. And it's so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we love it we love it um one of the things i read about this film because i have loved this film since i've seen it since i saw it in like i don't know maybe 2010 or something Mm -hmm. um but i had never read much about it Mm -hmm. um and i found this really old article um off this website called um eye for film co.uk um and it's an interview with the director oh and yeah and basically she said that um this had a million dollar budget but it doesn't look it no yeah and she's like also i read that it made like 250 or 67 dollars in its opening week (gasps) seriously i didn't read that that's terrible oh my god i feel bad because grossed fifty thousand worldwide yeah oh that's really rough it's so rough (laughs) oh my gosh yeah she says the first disastrous thing that happened along the years when we were looking for financing was we lost 40 percent of our funding overnight when black tuesday happened in the film industry in 2003 which i'm not really sure what that is i'd have to look into it yeah um and we lost everything else because it was a domino effect and then she lost her producer um who moved like right after so she had to restart everything um and that's how she said it was made for around one million but it doesn't look like it mm. that's like so sad well, um not like panned and then on the wikipedia page it says producer chris atkins said it was quote the worst film that i or anyone else has produced which is like pretty brutal <laughs> that is really brutal and probably not true i mean like if you just take it for what it is it's like a really cheesy romance then although it does go on to say 
It says he used the film as an example to criticize the now defunct UK Film Council. He mm. said the film ticked all the boxes, quote unquote, and as a result was granted two hundred fifty thousand pounds by the Film Council. Council, um, and he said it was a waste of public money. Um, but then it goes on to say this was somewhat ironic, as in July twenty sixteen, <laughs> Atkins was jailed for five years for defrauding HMRC in a film finance tax scam. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So don't take anything he says seriously. <laughs> One of the things I also read too is that she said that it was hard for her to get financing because of how niche it was. Um, and for me, like I maybe that's what it means in the sense that it ticks all the boxes and that like it's it's like indie and in that like it was a lesbian film, it was very diverse. Um, you know, it's about an Indian family, but I don't know, maybe yeah like that's like tokenizing because yeah yeah like the plot itself is pretty mainstream I would say oh absolutely yeah (laughs) so maybe yeah I I guess what I'm saying is maybe that's what he meant by it like it was ticking all the boxes and that like what he meant yeah yeah um which is like sad that you know it was they're okay with like having kind of like a tokenized film um but also I mean that's that guy's perspective that's true and you know he's as we know he kind of sucks and like I do kind of feel like some of the reviews the negative reviews of which there are many (laughs) for this movie yeah are just wanting it to be something that it's not like this one quote from the New York Times said it's diluted by menu pornography and cringeworthy dance routines and it's just like well that's what this movie is like it's supposed to be like cute and like silly silly I don't know I don't know it tended to be camp so much but it was I mean I get the impression that it was like supposed to be kind of a light-hearted like rom-com movie and yeah it's like you don't have to cringe at that. Yeah, exactly. You, to, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I I mean, I really love this movie. If you take it for what it is, mm-hmm. and just know that it's not like Oscar worthy cinematic masterpiece, and like, but yeah, it's gonna be great. They are Oscar there's, there's not there's nothing funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this one there's like self serious biopics. That's what Oscar movies. Yeah. This one is like so fun. I'm sure like I could tell like the cast probably had a blast doing it. Yeah. So yeah, it was really fun. So I highly recommend this. Yeah. 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 Cool. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And if you want to write in with any questions or um, recommendations, you can email us at galpalswatch at gmail.com. Yep. And we're on Instagram at galpalswatch. Yeah, and please rate, review, subscribe, um, and be as gay as possible, I guess. (laughs) 